1: Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage Podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. We have clients in over 20 Broadway shows and other actors across the entire country uh, using an interactive fitness app to work one-on-one with me. So if you're looking to marry a pursuit of a career in theater with aspirations of going on this fitness journey, I'm your guy. I've been doing it for 17 years as a former actor and a trainer. Um, yeah, just been doing this for a long time, trying to marry the two together and making sure that actors are training like athletes. So if you want to try a free trial, go to buildforthestage.com and we'll be on our way with working together. All right, let's bring on our special guest, special guest as always. gonna pop up their Instagram handle right there. I recently saw our guest in Funny Girl a phenomenal tap dancer and performer just blew me away it was actually one of like the extreme highlights of the show for me i went home just thinking about it over and over again um so let's bring on our guest uh john michael fumata i'm gonna give a little i'm gonna give a little roll of the r there are you italian
0: that was good a little italian flair that was good that was good thank you so much for the uh the introduction
1: you know, as a fellow Italian, I had to do it justice. I had to do it. Yeah, justice. yeah. Where's where's your family from? My family is from Palermo, Sicily.
0: Okay, okay, yeah. My my grandfather's from uh, Sicily as well. Hey, there we go. Hey, Paisan. Yeah. <laughs> <What's up? laughs> uh where you where are you calling in from? What part of New York? Uh upstate. I'm uh, sorry, not upstate, uptown. Uptown. I wish I were upstate though right in, in nature but uh uptown is definitely good enough for me i'm near uh, fort Tryon park so i'm just enjoying that uh that nature there so
1: yeah i yeah. saw on your your instagram that the show kind of uh not kind of but it brought you back from california you were over on the west
0: coast uh before the show correct mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i i was in california uh, and then i came here literally yeah like you said for the show um, I had always said if I was going to go back to New York, it would be for a job. And they called me and I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go be with the tap dancers. So Amazing. So you didn't know like audition process? You just got a call and were like, hey, would you be in this? <laughs> no. I'm, as cool as that would sound, no, I did audition. I sent, <laughs> I sent a self-tape like back in like October, November of last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so around this time last year. And then um, I didn't hear anything and I kind of forgot about it. And then, just out of nowhere, I just got a call like, "Hey, do you want to do it?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." So, um, and then I came here, and it, honestly, it's been—it's definitely been a journey ever since, because uh, I came here within like two weeks' notice. So, I had just been like subletting and staying in friends' places for the months past, and now I finally got my own place and uh, slowly building it, and it feels really great. So, yeah. 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 Nice.
1: Well, re- when you were over in California, you were in the West Side Story movie as Big Deal,
0: huh? Uh, Yeah, we had, I mean, we had filmed that. I, I was living in New York at the time. We had filmed that in 2019 and then yeah. the, movie, the movie came out uh, uh, last year. So that was <laughs> I'm laughing at myself because it's funny how
1: like the pandemic has just ruined time for me. Like I feel like 2019 was last year, but really it wasn't.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're definitely not alone in that feeling. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so with the, with like, how, how do you navigate that? Cause I think a lot of actors and performers could uh, benefit from your experience kind of like, how do you get in routine or settle yourself while subletting and while bouncing from this place to that place? Like, do you have any pillars that you try to practice
0: regularly to keep you grounded? <laughs> At first, I thought you were going to say, do you have any pills that you practice with? No, um, that's a great question because it's, it's really, really difficult uh, to feel grounded whenever you're literally physically moving around that much. And you can really feel the difference whenever you're in a place that you can feel uh, more at home, literally. Um, it does make a really big difference. But I think the anchor for me is getting to the gym and exercising and taking dance class and sleeping and eating right, you know, doing things that make me feel as close to home as possible. Um, so I think those things that I just listed are definitely really big anchors. For me, uh, And when I'm not doing that consistently, when I'm not connected to the craft or my art or something that I want to work on personally uh, or emotionally, or, um, you know, like I said, getting to the gym and working on myself and having a goal going somewhere, when I'm not doing that, I feel very far away from myself and I don't like to get to that place. So a good way to hone back in is a lot of, uh, a lot of meditation um and just i think trying to get the circadian rhythm on track (laughs) as much as possible you know waking up going for a walk getting some light in your eyes getting some exercise getting your breath going um it's a lot of little things that add up that makes sense so yeah it
1: makes a lot of sense and i wish that it made a lot of sense to more people uh, because it's definitely the little things that that add up like like exactly like you just said Uh, with the gym, you're no stranger to fitness, obviously. Uh, How do you find the time with a show or rehearsals um, as a trainer that uh, trains actors only? This is a common theme that I'm having to always discuss, which is, you know, the importance of continuing to train in spite of your physical activity within a show um, because you're not Covering so many different facets in everyday life, you're just doing a repetitive thing over and over and over and again in a show. So it's yeah. important to continue to train. How yeah. do you prioritize that? How do you make it work when
0: you're so busy? Uh, I think. <laughs> do do you ask these same questions to everyone, or because I, I saw you reading from like the no? I I just I was no curious. No, no, no reading. No. Uh, yeah. No. I no. But I. I That's that's a great question. Time prioritize. Um, I think uh, I don't know. That's just something again that I that is my anchor. So I know that if I don't do it, I just feel very far away from myself. So there's times where I'm like I I just I need to (laughs) in order to stay sane. Um, But honestly, over the pandemic, what you know thing that came from that was working out at home. You know, uh, I know we all found ways and different. We had to get creative with our workouts at home because all the gyms closed. So I think a big help was just having a few things at the house, like some bands and like, I don't know, using some your body weight. You know, for a lot of things like that's that's a really that was a big thing for me. Um, But in terms of like getting to the gym itself and making time. You just make time. (laughs) There's really no other way around it. You you just make time. And I think it's also what you do in the gym. So even if you can only get to the gym, for me personally, if I can only get there three times a week, I'm making sure that I'm like hitting the big fundamentals. And uh, yeah, (laughs) I I don't know if there's really any way around it. I think it's it's just making time and getting there. Even if it's for, I, I mean, I would love to, you know, be there for like an hour and a half and or two hours and like really get out all the the heads of the shoulder that I want or this and that you know for example, but uh, sometimes a forty five minute workout you know it's better than no workout you know I think just showing up is like a really big key for me um, I know that phrase is said a lot nowadays of like just show up just show up but it's true if you just show up and you just like focus and put in the intensity you know, it's, um, it, like I said, it adds up. Yeah. One thing I do always say to everyone in
1: these episodes or clients is to lean into the cliche statements. People want to roll their eyes at them, but it's, there's a reason that they're cliche and said over and over again, it's because they're true most of the time. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. What does, um, what does your nutrition look like how this is important too like you you all are professional athletes up there you need to be fueling your bodies properly to be able to stay at such a high level eight times a week um, what does your normal day look like as far as eating and drinking
0: yeah uh, well i I try to wait I try to stay away from sugar as much as possible um, the sugar that I do have it's like a lot of just a lot of fruit you know but um again, it's cliche to be like, eat your fruits and vegetables, kids. Um, but I, I actually was diagnosed with Crohn's disease when I was like nine years old. Uh, and so from an early age, I had to learn that, you know, if your diet is off, then you're really going to suffer. Like it, it just makes things a lot, a lot worse. And the symptoms are everywhere. You can, you can Google it. <laughs> but, uh, and that's something that is, a, is, you know, a constant thing that I'm constantly working on. Um, and, uh, how to heal, how to better take care of myself. But, you know, the, I guess the biggest thing is just getting in a lot of protein and carbohydrates and fats, you know, your, your macronutrients, uh, and then there's your, your your vitamins and micronutrients, right? Um, I, I'm a huge advocate for carbs. I I love carbs. Like really, and people I think are really scared of carbs, but it's not, I, it's just what you're eating. Like you just have to look at what you're eating. If you're eating carbs like candy and, and you know, I, I, I don't know, like that's probably not the best for you. Like, like yeah, yeah. we know that, <laughs> but uh, if it's like you have like a nice big sweet potato or like a bowl of quinoa or something like I, I eat as much as that as I want. You know, I, I love carbs and I love, um, you know, I have some kind of protein with it as well. You know?
1: Yeah, carbs are our main en- energy source, and, and you yeah. can't be depleted of, of that when when you're on the stage. And everyone that's thinking out there, I thought carbs were bad for you, and, and they make you uh, fat or put on weight, just yeah. check out uh, John's Instagram, at John7Michael, and you'll see that that statement is as far from the truth as possible. You'll see a nice lean machine there that is <laughs> – <laughs> Saying, saying to you directly
0: that carbs are not the enemy so thanks, <laughs> thanks for saying well, I, well, another thing that's challenging about working in midtown is that like all the food around there is really terrible it's just not it's not great for you uh it's all you, you never know how it's made or where it comes from or, or the way it's cooked or what it's cooked in it's all the, it's all the oils you know that's that's the really hard part so i've been trying to be a lot better about you know, making like setting aside an hour or two to meal prep on a Sunday night. You know, usually we have a matinee in the day. So the Sunday night we have free. So I'll try to like take time to meal prep then. So throughout the week, I have some meals to bring to the theater so that I'm not like wondering, oh, where can I go now? And just like eating whatever is there as opposed to, oh, I'm in control of what I put in my body, you know, um, So I think cooking meals and and bringing food is also a really big thing for me. Yeah, to be
1: prepared is to be successful, for sure. To make sure you're staying ahead of the game with scheduling. When's the exact time I'm going to do my gym session? What am I going to eat? Yeah, if you're guessing, then your outcome is not going to be very precise. But if you are being precise, then your precision will lead to success for sure.
0: In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So you brought up uh, uh, when you were younger, you were diagnosed with Crohn's disease. Were you also uh, like tap dancing from the, from the jump?
0: When did like dance become a part of your life when you were younger? Yeah. So I started dancing when I was four four or five years old i went to a recreational dance studio in penn hills pittsburgh i'm from pittsburgh pennsylvania um i went to a recreational studio like once a week from when i was like four or five to about 10 years old uh and then i switched to a different more competitive studio uh it's called abby Lee dance company um and you may have heard of it through dance moms and all that stuff uh but i i i switched to there because my parents were like you know Mm -hmm. you're you're improving you're getting better do you want to like hone in on your skills a little more so we we, we moved and yeah I, I was fortunate to have a really good tap dance teacher his name is matt saffron and uh he he just taught me an amazing foundation and more you know i we, we would always start class with the basics and just honing in on that that one thing and um you know i yeah that, we just and i and i was there from when i was like 10 to 17 and I really started to fall in love with tap dancing. And then I stepped away from it just because I moved to New York when I was 18 or 19. And I, I pretty much stepped away because uh, I was working and and I hadn't really known like where to go in the city. I didn't really have a community yet. You know, I was just, I was working a lot. There was a lot of uh, moving around, uh, but it wasn't until I had lived in Chicago. Uh, there's, a, there's a wonderful tap dance, like the tap dance community there is, is ridiculous. Like they're like some of the best in the world. (laughs) Um, And so that, that being in Chicago kind of opened my eyes uh, to the world of tap dancing again. And and, um, that's when I got re-inspired to put the shoes back on. And so um, I really got back into it a few years ago and um, yeah. 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 Well, shoes on a little more often,
1: you know. One listening. It's a good thing that, that john did because he is incredible if you uh can can check him out in the show or on his socials anything uh not just blowing smoke you're you're something it's funny you said you're from pittsburgh does that mean you had no other option but to idolize gene kelly (laughs) correct me if i'm wrong isn't gene kelly also from pittsburgh
0: yeah, he is. My, my grandmother actually went to high school with him.
1: Oh, my. There you go. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, a lot of my dance inspiration was came from him. Yeah. The hard, yes. I'll
1: try to flatter you again by saying you're like a modern Gene Kelly up there. Thank you. Thanks. I, I, uh, I mean that. Um, did you kind of slip in that your family move locations to go to that other dance studio you
0: moved no no we 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 didn't move we didn't move uh like our house location but uh we just i switched dance studios so we we it was all still in in Hills uh but we had just gone to a different studio but we still my parents live in the same house that i was like born and raised in my parents are still there got it that's very that's very pittsburgh of them yeah I'm from
1: uh I'm from Youngstown which is an hour west of you. Okay? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Youngstown, Ohio. Um so you started so young how how did you like at 4 your mom and dad just kind of like pushed you in there or or how how did you end up starting dance as opposed to like I don't know going to baseball practice.
0: Yeah, well I actually did play baseball as well. Um I you know when we were young, you know, I, I've, it's me and I, I also have three older sisters. Uh, you know, they always, you know, pushed us to try new things, you know. And so, like, dance was one of those things for me. And I also played baseball as well. Uh, I was the pitcher. And uh, I was pretty good. If I don't say so myself. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, the way I got into it was I actually saw Lynn Swan, The football player on the show mr rogers when i was young and he was dancing he was dancing ballet on the show i remember the
1: like the exact episode i remember
0: yeah yeah and i looked at my mom and i was like hey if i if i take ballet class will i be able to jump as high as him because they have footage of him like jumping and catching the ball and I was like, well, can I, and of course, when you're a kid, you, you over, you romanticize it. So I'm like, I'm going to be able to like jump over tall buildings, like a superhero. Like, it, like you literally, I remember going there. And so I was like, yeah, really inspired. I'll go take ballet class. And so I just did it once a week. And I remember like, I, I always like, for whatever reason, threw it like a temper tantrum before I would go. Like I would hate going to class i would really really hate it but my parents really taught me dedication and and commitment when uh, and and held me accountable because they said okay john michael it's your choice if you want to do this that's great but if you're going to do it you need to commit to it for a year you can't back out halfway through and so there'd be times halfway through when i'd be like no i don't want to do this it's stupid no, like you know, they would hold me accountable, and they said, "Well, you said, you know, we we agreed, and that so they they held me accountable, and they they taught me they taught me commitment in that, and so I I stuck with it. Um, but yeah, that's Lynn Swan was how I started, and then and then I started watching you know Gene Kelly, and Fred Astaire films, and um, yeah.
1: Would you would you say that your parents kind of instilling that in you early is what probably led to so much of your success later, which is to be great. It's like, you can't be great by just doing things when you feel like it, the gym, a career in theater or anything like how has that transferred in your adult life where there's been so many times where you don't want to do it, but, but you still manage to, and how do you manage to? Cause it's not motivation. I'll just t- take that out of the equation because yeah. I know that it's
0: not. How do yeah. you get yourself to keep showing up? That's a great question. I was actually just talking to someone else about this the other day about going versus wanting to go, and when you do feel motivated versus when you don't. Um, excuse me. I think I'm I'm still figuring that out for myself. I think as I get grounded, the more I get grounded, the better I'll have a routine. Uh, but again, I you know consistency. They always say consistency is key. So and if you fall off, you know don't beat yourself up. Don't be so hard on yourself. It's like if you fall off, fine, just get back on the horse and just keep going. Uh, and you'll realize that your your body remembers pretty quickly, you know the, the, the more you you give to it, you know um, So in terms of motivation, I know that I, I watch other athletes and other you know bodybuilders and other you know people of sorts and that they'll always say, like, I'm not motivated today. I don't want to be here today, but I'm showing up because it's, it's part of the journey, you know. So I think it's important to listen to yourself, you know, because in our, excuse me, in our career, uh, it, our schedules can be very, very volatile. So it's very important to listen to yourself on the other hand and say, you know what, I actually do need to rest. I do need to prioritize this. I do need to prioritize my mental health. I do need to meditate. I do need to go for a walk. Take it easy, you know. Um, I have a show tonight. I have to exert all this energy, so it is important to know when to pick your battles, but also prioritize the pockets where you can. If you say, you know what, I actually do want to make time for this, um, it's. Re- I think it's just a mindset of, of make. It, it's de- it's deciding, you know. I, I think it's all just making a decision, you know. Can Can you quit Funny Girl and join?
1: Can you like be my partner in all of this? Because I just I need. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. i love i love that i'm checking the boxes for you man
1: let be great. literally just ding 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 ding
0: ding. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah yeah I, I love that would love to i just got to get a t-shirt though first i saw the built for stage i got to get it's one it's in the mail it's it's
1: <laughs> the, the follow-up email is already coming at you and it's going to be sent out asap for sure right. um, how do you amongst all of that a big key i know is moderation as well so you're at the theater so much, eight times uh, a week doing the show. How or what do you like to just unwind with
0: that's not theater related? Uh, <laughs> I, well, like I said, working out is a given. You know, that's, that's part of why we're here, right? That's the anchor. But uh, something as simple as as taking a walk or uh, just, in, I think just being in nature is so important. The city is so much, <laughs> like it's just so much, like for no reason, um, and especially because we work in Midtown, so st- stress levels—it's easy to 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 uh, um, increase. But uh, I think just focusing on stress management and and just taking that time and breath work is a big thing. But in terms of like late, li- like lately, I've just been into wanting to watch movies. You know, I, I just really want, like, I've been watching like, yeah. Little- like older films give
1: us a short list like your top three
0: i watched i i watched uh cool hand luke with paul newman i watched the outsiders i watched a time to kill you know hbo max is like for you and i'm like okay (laughs) you know like i i just i've just been wanting to watch like older not that a time to kill it not that these movies are even that old but like i've just been wanting to watch film you know and uh yeah, I, I that that's just been the big thing for me because I've been inspired to just want to do things on camera more. And so just watching other actors and getting inspired in different ways, uh, reading different books, you know, I think it's just important for what we do to just stay inspired and also to just go and live life. Like it's so easy to just sit on Instagram or sit on your phone for so long, but then to go like, let me go and experience and use this money – that i have from broadway put it aside for x y and z but then use the other amount to go to the museum go to the zoo go like s- simple things but like things that'll you're experiencing little bits of life and and i think that also aids to the craft you know and so yeah, yeah. right now it's just watching movies and reading books <laughs> to, to I, some yeah form. i love i love that
1: i love everything you giving me like a Tony Robbins, Gary V vibes with all of these check marks that you're hitting with the list. Like I probably am going to take this episode and uh, import it into the training app so that all of our members will will listen to this one because it's been gold. I appreciate everything you've been saying. I appreciate the affirmation. Yeah, thanks uh, Thanks for, for chatting, John Michael. Appreciate your time. Um, everyone that's listening, again, at John7Michael, you can check out the description of this episode to find all things John Michael. Make sure you follow him on the gram. And if you're around the New York City area, um, maybe maybe shoot him a DM. He's, he's swinging right now. So maybe say, hey, when are you going to be in this show? Do you know by chance? And make sure you show up when, when John Michael's up there because he crushes it. Um, appreciate you. Thanks so
0: much, John Michael. Yeah, I appreciate you too. I'll, 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 I'll talk to you soon.
1: All right, later. All right, everyone. John Michael Fumara. Make sure you check him out on the gram. John7Michael, I'm Joe Roscoe. Don't forget about our free trial, builtforthestage.com. Seven days working one-on-one. If you're lost in the gym or lost at home and you're trying to train like an actor, athlete, I'm your guy. Actors are athletes, train like one.